Greetings, everybody. Welcome back to The Counselor's Couch. I'm your host, Calvin Williams, licensed professional counselor. You know, my thoughts this week, just starting out, it's been kind of a crazy week. It's back to school time here. My wife is a school counselor, so she's been pretty busy preparing for what the year may bring or may not bring. I got to tell you, I felt so powerless watching her, the administrative staff, and teachers getting ready for school, again in the midst of COVID and uncertainty. I want to express my gratitude to all the educators and the staff across the country as they move forward. I know there's anxiety, frustration, stress, and worry, but we're grateful. And to top it off, the issue of mask wearing and vaccinations have complicated the beginning of the school year even more. People are angry, scared, and tired of dealing with it. I get it. I really do. I have yet to weigh in on this issue publicly, and I'm sure to some of you it really doesn't matter what my opinion is on this issue because that's exactly what it is, an opinion. And we all know that opinions are like assholes. Everyone has one, and most of them stink. But that knife cuts both ways, doesn't it? You know, this may not be the episode to inspire you or motivate you to change, but I hope it's the episode to bring perspective. However, Before we get started, let me remind you again, nothing provided in this podcast implies a therapeutic relationship between counselor and client. It's solely for education and entertainment. Counseling can help you overcome challenges, enhance your relationship, and develop the skills to lead the life you want. If you're considering therapy, then please reach out to a trained, licensed professional in your community. If you are interested in seeking counseling in the Monroe, Louisiana area, Or if you live anywhere in Louisiana and you're interested in participating in teletherapy with state-approved professionals, then contact the providers at HealthPoint Center. Change starts here. Psychology and Counseling Services. HealthPoint is a collaboration of independent professionals who are dedicated to improving your quality of life and guiding you on a positive path toward change. That's HealthPoint Center, located at 1818. Avenue of America, Monroe, Louisiana. Call today to inquire about services, providers, or book an appointment at area code 318-998-2700. Well, it's that time again, so pull up a cushion, kick off your shoes, and grab a cup of coffee. Let's get started with the session. You know, as we get ready for the school year, it seems that school boards everywhere are faced with addressing the continued questions associated with COVID and the best way to move forward. There seems to be a variety of diverse perspectives on this topic. In fact, it seems to evoke in many people a fierce reaction, to say the least. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to tell you which side of the line to stand on. I'm not going to rebuke you for your opinion or your perspective. I may not even tell you my own decision. Well, I may actually get to that at some point in this episode. What I do want to explore is the reactions I've seen across the spectrum in relation to this issue. Recently, there was a meeting of our local school board that drew protesters. I mean actual protesters with signs and pickets and everything. Now, I am all for a person's right to protest. In fact, that's what makes our nation a great place to live. We have the right to protest and the right to our opinion. That's a fact. However, I also have the right to my own opinion and the right to disagree with your opinion. Don't I? Well, the fact is I do. Of course, when we agree and have the same perspective on or beliefs on issues, then there doesn't really seem to be a problem. However, when beliefs, perspectives, or opinions differ, 
then things actually become problematic. But why does it have to lead to a problem? Why does it become conflict and arguments? Now, I know that some of you at this point have already started to shift in your seat, asking, where is this crazy guy going? But I ask that you stay with me. I recently just finished listening to Gary John Bishop's new audiobook, Sanity, in Times of Conspiracy, Upheaval, and Pandemic. Now, I understand his writing is not for everyone. He can be quite blunt and direct, which I personally appreciate. But what a great title. Sanity in Times of Conspiracy, Upheaval, and Pandemic. It really is worth a listen, and you can find it on Audible or anywhere that you download your books. He brings up some great points and perspectives on the current condition of our world. I mean, who couldn't use a little more sanity in their life? It does look like many people are losing their minds by the behaviors that they are exhibiting, especially in a time of crisis. However, as I have always told my clients, that in times of crisis, people tend to fall back on what they know. It can be a primal reaction of fight or flight for many of us. And sometimes the reaction, well, just doesn't make sense to me. But I know that all behavior makes sense in context. So I find myself in search of understanding the context. Therefore, I cultivate a curiosity about things. I question and I seek. This show sometimes is my way of sorting through the information, and I'm grateful that I'm not in it alone. In his book, Bishop takes some time to differentiate between conspiracy fact and conspiracy theory. And yes, they are very different. He describes upheaval as change, something that we're all dealing with at this time and something that we've always dealt with in this world. But finally, he spends some time speaking directly to issues concerning the current pandemic, specifically the reactions to so much of the unknown. His writing always does seem to get me to think. But I'll warn you, his language is quite colorful and he loves to drop the F-bomb even more than I do, so be prepared. Well, let's go back to the school issue and the return to school as usual. Well, that in and of itself is not an accurate statement. There's nothing usual about it. Perhaps that's what drives many of the reactions I've seen. People don't like the unnatural, and right now there seems to be a lot of that going around. Wearing a mask is not a natural behavior. Getting a new vaccine is not a natural thing. And social distancing is not a natural thing. So we're being asked to do many unnatural things, which can have an emotional reaction for many of us, creating upheaval in our lives. You know, I agree with Bishop's feelings that much of what we are seeing has been politicized, but I would add to that. Things have been politicized and not humanized. The problem with politicizing something is it impacts our beliefs and our values. This then automatically pulls the discussion into the realm of right or wrong, based on these beliefs or values. Of course, as I've mentioned in an episode before, if my beliefs are different than yours and I am right, well then that automatically makes you wrong, right? But that's the issue that I'm pondering. When I watch people debating issues like masks and vaccines with such an intensity, is the argument grounded in belief or facts? Now, we often throw behind our beliefs a justification of facts that support our conclusion or our belief. It's just what we do. Can we find facts that differ? <laughs> 
I know that sounds like a strange question. Can we find facts that differ? I mean, if it's a fact, then how can it be different? And I promise you, I'm not trying to make a word salad here or add to the confusion, but I believe what I'm referring to is the difference between facts and truth, and how quickly we forget that they are separate, and how quickly we can allow them to impact our lives when under stress. Facts and truth are often listed as synonyms and considered by many to be the same when, in reality, they're not. We use these terms loosely in our daily lives, and we've all heard these words used in an overly abundant manner over the past couple of years. Truth is often considered to have a larger scope than the facts. Truth often takes into consideration the feelings and the beliefs a person may be experiencing, whereas these things have no place in facts. A fact is something that is true everywhere and for everyone. But unfortunately, something that is true for one person may not be true for another, which seems to make this topic even more confusing. Facts can be verified or proven using standard references or scientific experiments. Scientific facts usually arise from scientific inferences, an educated guess, a hypothesis, or an opinion made by a person though it's not a fact until it's proven. Facts are hardcore, and hence they cannot keep constantly changing. A fact remains a fact until proven otherwise. Well, wait a second. So facts can at some time possibly be disproved. I guess that once what was considered a fact with new information and study could reasonably be be disproved, introducing, well, A new fact. Wow, that can be incredibly confusing. Meantime, as we explore the philosophical discussions of facts, truths, beliefs, values, opinions, and perspectives regarding COVID, people are dying. This, my friend, is a fact. Someone that once existed no longer exists today. Fact. This is a measurable scientific fact. No feelings or beliefs involved. Fact. People have died as a result of COVID. However, the truth regarding treatment, care, and prevention seems to be unclear. It's this lack of clarity that seems to propel the arguments and debates over mask, no mask, vaccine, no vaccine. Of course, as I say this, some of you may be ready and armed with what you have decided as the scientific facts based on something you may have read. I just hope it's not something you read on a social media format. I mean, come on. It's social media, right? It's meant for pleasure, developed for fun, and social connections. Surely, we're not getting our news and scientific information that forms our foundations of beliefs and facts from social media. You know, the same social media platform that people post wonderful photos of the family vacation, where everybody is smiling and having a great time. There are no fights or arguments, right? Well, because we don't post those pictures. Social media tends to give us highlights and a brief glimpse into an issue. There's usually a grain of truth in the information. Of course, we smiled while we were on vacation. But where's the rest of the story? Arguing over directions, kids crying in the back seat, waiting for hours to get a table at that restaurant that you just had to try and post a check-in. Unfortunately, When we have a little bit of information, we can actually be quite dangerous. Why? 
because the human brain will fill in the rest of the unknown information with anything it can, especially in a moment of heightened emotion like anxiety and fear. Again, it's what we do. And then, this may oftentimes lead us to a behavioral reaction based on what we have now established as a belief about something which we then turn into a fact, when in actuality, it may only be our perception of the truth. But again, I'm right in whatever I think, justified by my information, which makes you wrong. So, in these situations, how are we expected to move forward? Moving forward in any type of relationship requires compromise, working together towards a common goal or outcome. Working together involves seeing the value in others and what they bring to the table. It means being open-minded, that I may not have all the answers to the problem. It means that sometimes what we know is the truth or assume is a fact may be subject to change as new information develops. No matter what the relationship, it means riding a wave of uncertainty and making things up as we go along. In the early days of the pandemic, and I know it sounds kind of crazy saying it that way, I recall talking to a friend heavily invested in the current news of the time, so much so that it was creating a strong sense of anxiety. And I simply made the statement in passing, well, you know, we're making this all up as we go along. It's not like we have the pandemic of 1987 to fall back on. The statement was a lightning rod of clarity, and believe it or not, comfort. We didn't know what was next in our daily activities, our businesses, health concerns, school schedules, or even our shopping lists. We just didn't know. And yes, this created a significant source of anxiety for many. Well, and it's still doing that. I remember thinking how much I would have preferred and even respected any government official that would have gotten on the television at the time and said exactly that. Hey guys, we don't really know what to do at this time. Our best guess is to wear a mask, social distance, and, well, wash your hands. And then we'll see what's next. As soon as I get new information and things change, you guys will be the first to know. Remember, we're all in this together, and we're making it up as we go. Could you imagine the chaotic reaction in our society? Hopelessness, riots in the streets, oh my god, it's the zombie apocalypse. The statement is true. We were making this up as we go, using the best information we had at the time. Were things inevitably going to change as we learned more? Well, of course. However, nobody really wanted to hear that truth. We wanted an answer, something definitive, concrete, something final. So many leaders offered one of various ways and various strategies. Unfortunately, many of the responses were on a spectrum from one extreme to the other. And then it seems to me that some of us accepted these answers along the spectrum as hard targets and planted a flag and created a belief which we may still hold as a truth today. However, as I continued to contemplate the overall situation, one thing occurred to me something that I think is imperative in any relationship, and that is the issue of trust. Yes, I said it, trust. Where did and where does our trust lie? 
I've heard so many different responses and reactions that I can see why it's confusing. Just in preparing for this episode, I started to get lost myself. But I had to ask myself, who or what do I trust? Now, trust is an incredibly fragile thing for many of us. If you've ever had your trust betrayed or been hurt by someone, well, then you know what I'm talking about. Now, please don't get me wrong. I am not naive enough to trust blindly what people say, especially politicians, or what I read, especially on social media. But I do have people in my life I trust. I do have a brain, and I can seek answers from credible sources, scientific sources. I found it so ironic that people are criticizing many of the medical providers who are encouraging you to get a vaccine, wear a mask, and social distance. Providers who have actually taken the vaccine themselves. These are the same providers that when you're sick, have a broken arm, a heart attack, or a child with a 104 degree temperature, you seek out specifically for their ability to care for you. You make a beeline to the emergency room demanding to be treated or demanding to be given an antibiotic. What confuses me is the trust we have in them one minute and the lack of trust we have in the next. What changed? Have you never had trust in your medical provider before? When they put you on that medicine for diabetes, high blood pressure, or even treated your cancer, your cold, your sinus infection, did you tell them they were crazy and that high blood pressure, diabetes, and cancer is a conspiracy developed by big businesses? Well, maybe you did. I know that there are some out there that believe it, and they are grounded in that belief. Now, remember the spectrum I mentioned earlier? Well, it exists in science as well. There is and will always be people and providers on the ends of the spectrum. Outliers, they are often called. Many times, this is what people are putting their trust in. An outlier study or statement on either extreme, for or against. But why? Because it justifies my belief, my truth, and gives it some credibility leading to what I can only assume is a fact. But is it really? Was this developed in a heightened state of emotion? Fear, anxiety, anger, or stress? You know, I guess we forget that it is the practice of medicine, the practice of therapy, the practice of law, the practice of religion. It's not the accuracy. It's the practice. Practice is defined as the actual application or use of an idea, belief, or method. It's a way of doing something a repeated exercise in or performance of an activity or a skill so as to acquire or maintain proficiency. Well, it sounds to me like it means it's a work in progress, and it changes as we learn and grow more proficient. I know we've come a long way in treating many things in this world, but I also know we have a long way to go. Practicing something like medicine involves trust. Trust in the provider we have used for years. Unless, of course, you've never used a medical provider before now, and then I can understand it completely. But many of us have gone to the doctor for one reason or another. Were we happy with the outcome? Well, maybe not. Did someone make a mistake? Yeah, maybe they did. And yes, as horrible as it sounds, people have died. Are there doctors that engage in malpractice behavior that are all about the money? Well, sure there are. Just like there are therapists 
business owners, auto mechanics, lawyers, teachers, grocery store clerks, hell, even the lawn boy that does the same. So I guess my option is to trust no one. That kind of makes for a lonely existence. And it truly is difficult to go through life without trusting. We trust that the bridge we drive over is safe and won't fall out from under us. We trust that our spouse will be faithful. We trust that the milk we get at the grocery store is suitable for consumption. We trust that when we deposit money in our bank account, it'll be there. We trust. It's not wrong to trust. It's what we are designed to do, and it's a choice. Are there untrustworthy people out there? Well, yes. Do they wear a sign indicating that they are untrustworthy? It's unlikely. Perhaps it is naive of me, and you may even call me a sheep. Just because you call me one doesn't make me one. It's an opinion. I choose to trust. I believe most people are acting in the best manner they can to make decisions to the best of their ability with what they have at the time. Have I always been right about people? No. But I've not given up hope. Hope that things will get better. Hope that we will find a way forward. Hope that a vaccine is effective. Hope that we will find a new normal. Hope in people, hope in leaders, and hope in you. We have the ability to create our future. I don't know what it looks like because it hasn't been created yet. What I do wonder is, where do you want it to go? Now, it's likely that many people will politicize some of my statements or read something into it. It's not meant as a political manifesto, a rallying cry, or a judgment. It's simply the musings of one simple man, curious about the world and curious about people. There's no easy answer to the questions we have or the things that lie ahead of us. I guess we'll just have to trust each other moving forward. Now, trust doesn't mean I go blindly after someone or something. I will always question. I will always seek, and I will always stand up for the right to do so. Mine and yours. That's what I believe the founders of our country wanted. Freedom of voice. Freedom to choose, freedom to listen, and determine your best course of action. And when that course of action is decided, I will take the next steps with an open mind and understanding that these things may change way. I just hope that that course of action is informed and grounded in reality and not a social media stream or information from a TikTok celebrity. Reality is often found in the middle of the spectrum not the outliers. Well, it seems we've reached the end of our session today. Again, I want to tell you how grateful I am that you choose to spend this time with me. Now, as you move forward this week, try and keep an open mind about the reality we all share. Accepting that we are in a pandemic gives us much more power to deal with it. As Bishop states in his audiobook, it's a pandemic, not a panic-demic. Ask yourself, what may or may not be blocking your ability to trust the information you're hearing? I get that we have all been told so many different versions of the truth during this pandemic and long before it. Have leaders earned our distrust? Yes. Does it make sense that many of us are reacting in the manner we are when something requires trust? Yes. Does fighting about it and embracing decisions grounded in fear and anxiety help us move forward? It's unlikely. 
But when we accept that we are all in this together, I believe we will find answers and a path forward. I've always told the couples that I work with that when you have two adults working on a problem, you will always find a solution. Unfortunately, we often have adults acting like children to solve problems together, and you can guess how that works out. Today, I want to leave you with a couple of quotes. The first, from Roman emperor and Stoic philosopher Marcus Aurelius. If anyone can refute me, show me. I'm making a mistake or looking at things from the wrong perspective. I'll gladly change. It's the truth I'm after, and the truth never harmed anyone. Secondly, from St. Augustine. Trust the past to God's mercy, the present to God's love, and the future to God's providence. Remember, folks, you are not alone. Live intentionally, love daily, and laugh often. Don't forget, we're back, and new episodes are going to be dropping regularly. Please subscribe, follow, and you know what? Take a moment to leave a review or to rate the episode. Those numbers and those comments really do help us. If you have any questions or comments about the podcast, you can email them directly to calvin at calvincwilliamslpc.com. Or you can reach me on Facebook at Williams Professional Counseling Services, LLC. And you can even check out my website at www.calvincwilliamslpc.com. Or if you'd like to schedule a therapy session with me, well then contact us at HealthPoint Center, area code 318-998-2700. I really do look forward to hearing from listeners, so please feel free to submit topics of interest, comments, or questions. Thanks again for stopping by, and remember, there's always room for you on the Counselor's Couch.